Woody Guthrie Center and Bob Dylan Center present Fire in Little Africa, a multimedia hip-hop project inspired by the resilience of Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And now, coming at you live from Greenwood, here are your hosts, Ali Shaw and Doc Free. Welcome to the Fire in Little Africa podcast. I'm Ali Shaw. And I'm Doc Free. And today we are here with a very... Oh, I'm, I'm going to get all emotional probably when I introduce you, but we're here with a very special guest uh, who I've known for quite some time now, and he has a very special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you'll find out why even more later, but welcome to the show, Steph Simon. Hey, Steph hey. Simon. <laughs> Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, man. Hey. Yeah. Tis the day it is. that we remember. Is it really today? Today. Mm-hmm. I'm year. so sorry. I've been working so hard all day. I, I wasn't even it's on all right. any kind You're of... You're going to make it up to us by okay. going home and reading that Tulsa Lines article. <gasps> you come. Nipsey. And playing last time that I checked in the background. Okay. That's, yes. Today is the day. Wow. But yeah, I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to put that No, out there. thank you for that, because it, it makes you also realize how quickly a year can go by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what, what's going on with you? Yeah, Steph. <laughs> how are you? I'm How's good. your life, I'm man? I'm good. I'm uh, These indoor days. I'm staying. This is, this is, my life hasn't really changed, but um, it's, I'm getting used to, I'm trying to get used to everybody else's reactions. Okay. Yeah. To it, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's what's different, but I'm just trying to do my part to uh, get over this. I made Steph give me the kid and play toe taps because <laughs> right. we went in automatically for the hug. And I'm like, oh, we can't. And then even the, the elbow bumps, like we really shouldn't be doing that now. And the reason why I do it is because I have parents who are in their 60s mm-hmm. and I have to be mindful of they don't know where I've been. Right. And so if I happen to be in contact with somebody and then I carried it to them. I, I would be devastated. Yeah, I so, just think too deep because I'd be like, man, yeah, I got kids too. You know what right, I'm saying? They right. Don't got, they don't got strong immune systems and stuff like that. But right, it's like they're about to be invincible. It's like this. I'm not. Yeah, like yeah. I, I gotta be bubble boy in order to like yeah. not get it. You know what I'm saying? So you just made me think about something. Now you guys both made me think about something. The whole social aspect of. You know, because everything that they word, everything they put out, it has an agenda. It has an agenda. Let mm. me let me uh, put my foil hat on for just a short second. Oh, here. please do it, Doc. <laughs> uh, it's like that thing about social distancing. It's like uh, because you see more so often the people that are complaining or are pissed about something is because like they can't go do the things they normally do to see other people. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that we have a much larger issue with mental health in this country. And people are starting to realize that, you know, we need to rely on each other to be That's therapists. Deep. Yeah. To talk to one another and stuff like that. You realize it's like, oh, I see this mofo every day. Mm. And then there's a day you can't see this person every that's, day. That's that's I, that's what it is. We could have an entire episode about this very yeah. subject. As we yeah, sit, as, you guys got the corona, man. Corona is, is really. <laughs> the Rona. Like, I like to call it the Rona. It's really like the, the asterisk of this whole like fila thing. That okay. Right. Asterisk like, or exclamation point. <laughs> it's like whatever. It's just yeah. you, you got to. It's like we yeah. just got to attach the Rona to this whole beautiful thing, project yeah. and creation that we've been doing. We've been doing it in the midst of the Rona. It's yeah. like always going to be a part of this project. That's what we were talking about it's with Dr. View. It's going to make it beautiful, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day. But this was like, damn, man, I wish we could have did this without that in the background of our, you know what I'm saying, in the Felt. background of our brain. But 
it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And it's gonna just, be just wash your hands. You know? <laughs> no, hey. no, say say it with me real quick. Uh, wash your wash your motherfucking hands. hands. Exactly. <laughs> so, that's all. Like wash your hands and wash your ass and let's, let's yeah. keep it moving. So so that's end of the day. Let's talk about the beginning of the day before we get into this feeling stuff. We want to talk about Steph Simon. Like, mm. I'm sitting here with Mama Tulsa, and we're talking to Mr. Tulsa, the ambassador of Tulsa here. Man, tell us a little bit about yourself, Steph. Simon. That's crazy coming from y'all. <laughs> Come on now. Why? Come on. That's Explain. Come on. That's crazy coming from Allie Shaw. Not Allie that I know. The radio, that, like, coming from Radio Allie Shaw and coming from Oil House Snorlax. Yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. For somebody that made his name on the street where he was at, yeah. where he was the black guy, not even just like, yeah. like he was <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he was that like and is Mike D, like Saran first, like just hearing that coming from like my peers said so his rap shit is crazy mm. to me. My my leg is shaking. Like, yeah, somebody you respect like, and admire. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy to me yeah. because they're they're so um, pure. And when I was coming up, when at that time I was just getting ready to tell them because uh, algebra is like posting all these pictures right now. On IG, you talking about the sound pony pic? Sound, all the sound pony pictures that he's posting, and I'm just like, man, that was like some of the best times of being down there because it was just so to interject just for a second for those who are not familiar sound pony is like a dive bar here in tulsa which is right down the street from kane's ballroom um and it's really well well, two doors down it's a cyclist bar Right. Uh, it's a please go ahead and explain a little but the reason why no she's giving it to it from the like Hip hop fan perspective. I was coming to see you guys rap. Like, if anybody said, Yo, Oil House is doing a show at Sound Pony, I'm like, Wait, what? Tulsa's Wu Tang Clan is going to be at the Sound Pony? Oh my God. Yeah, so as a from a fan perspective, and so that the reason why I was asking Steph was that picture from the night. Nah, 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 nah it was nah, a night. Nah. I want to tell her just for a second. I know yeah. I've told the story a thousand times, but I love to tell it. Yeah, it's I one of my it. favorite stories. I want to hear it. Steph was in a rap battle, and I don't remember if you had gone Algebra up. Beat me. Was that okay? But was mm-hmm. that your last round? Mm-hmm. And so I felt like the reason why he lost is that he wasn't really projecting. I'm like, I could hear him, but his he just wasn't as strong. And I was like, hey, man, you were really good, but damn, you need to project. And he's like, what you mean? And I, I said, are you ready? And he goes, okay. And I pushed him in his stomach. And I was like, did you? And I said, start talking, you know, like whatever it was. He was, I said, say one of your lines or whatever. And I, and it came out stronger. And I was like, that's what I, you got to come from your gut. You know, you need it. And that's really probably the first time that we, I mean, like, yeah, we just bonded we, after that. Like algebra, I've, I've been in two battles. Algebra beat me and Genzo beat me in another one. So if I'm not mistaken, was really the round before Algebra yeah. in this one? Yeah. 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 You remember? Yeah. You yeah. remember like, the night? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got battled. it on the thing. This is Lessons in Fresh. Whoa. It's like our first and second rap battle. Wait, this was Lessons was in Fresh in night? night? Yeah. That was a Lessons yeah. in Fresh night? Yeah. I think oh. the artist that night was... um. The artist that night had to be uh, bah, 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 bah. was that Jocks? Oh, please! Can we have the audio Jocks. stream of this? I told Ribby like, he was old. That was my <laughs> oh line. no! That was my whole kick. 
Oh, oh Lord. That was like my whole like rap battle against him. Kick. Yeah. I'm young and you old. What oh, you doing no. here? And when I probably seen him when I was like 30. And I was like, bro, you really won. Because it's like, I'm just now. <laughs> really, they I'm really they just getting in. off the ground at 30. My bad, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, yeah, really you didn't know like, really what it meant. Like, bro, that was stupid because I'm 30 now. And like, just now shit is working. Like, it was funny. We was laughing about it in front of Pony. But yeah, it was like my whole, I remember that being like my whole verse about him being too old to be like you old ass nigga bro blah, blah, oh my blah. Gosh. There's, some, there's some bars from both of y'all in that one man like, we, I, I need to hear this I, I it's online it, somewhere right but algebra algebra told me i stunk and immediately i started sweating under the armpits <laughs> and i got no nervous and and I was like, bro, he's he's getting he's me right killing, now. bro. If he was, and he too, was being so funny, like his, that's what was, yeah. his, and algebra is like to me like the Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, he is, he was, he's he was, so he dry, is. you don't I know if he's joking I or not. It. I I get that Oof. humor, so I'm just yeah. like, man, he eating me alive. Like he right has now. a straight face, oh no God. matter what he's talking about. Oh, like if he's happy, to, sad, what he's always straight. I do have the sidebar. That's the only time I've seen him battle. Other than we did. I saw him roast everybody. You can ask Webster Worthen about this. He roasted everybody in the student union at, at NSU and Tahlequah. <laughs> All comers. He's just like chopping them off. Do you, do you, do you. Wait a minute. Mr. He, Wortham yeah. knows the story too. Oh, I'll yes. definitely be talking to him about yeah. this. I'm pretty sure it's like right after Algebra, man. I, re- I really want to shout out the Old House Algebra. Appreciate um, Man. Yeah. Um, Smitty Jones. For sure. Oh, can we list everyone who would be included in the oil house crew, including yourself? Well, I figured we'd wait till like an episode of that. No, no, just say who they are and we can talk about it later. All right, Doug. I found it by Algebra, um, brought in second in command, old Doc Free. And at that time, when we were sitting in front of that weird house that had the great recording studio in the Valcourt Sound, I got asked if I were familiar with Saran and Mike D. I said, no, I was like, we should make a group. I'm like, we'll call it. It was like, like oil house. Oh my gosh. It's all right. And then shout out to DJ Nutter out there on the ones yep. and twos for us for a long time. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my man Vic. Vic posted some bars on Facebook the other day. He keep crawling out from wherever he's been. Wait a minute. Yeah. I was like, about to ask where he's been. You know, getting it down. He's raising his daughter. Yes. You know that thing? Yes. Working hard like the rest of us in that service game. So mm-hmm. but he still got them bars out there. But uh, that's that first incarnation of us, man. Oh my gosh. Uh, the good old days. Yeah. Old house history. Okay. Yeah, all our history. So, yeah, so, yeah. Shout out to them because they, you know, what I'm saying algebra want to do a song with me. And so, did you feel like they were kind of the foundation of your current time? Because I know we've talked about Play One Thousand and the Deeksta. For me, yeah, for me as a solo branching away from like everything I was used to mm-hmm. and finding a new lane to like go with. Yeah. Okay. That it starts with. Algebra verse. Or so, house. about what year would that would have been, Doc? Uh, I'll say about 2010, 11. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, 2010. But before 11. that, though, like, I mean, I don't want to know that background and that origin story. Like, uh, were you sent from another planet to save us? Uh, did you get the power <laughs> ring, baby? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I've been rapping. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been rapping forever. And so, like, I had a question. Didn't you have a different rapper name before you became <laughs> Steph Simon? I was Stefan Arkell. Stefan Arkell. I still got a CD with a Sharpie written on it I with was, that. Yes. I was, I was Stefan Arkell, and um, I made a whole album that never released. 
about the elixir uh, juice that Steve Urkel made and that little <laughs> time machine that made him cool. Uh-huh. So I had a whole album about half of that being this like rapper that nobody cared about until he like took the elixir and then like everybody started caying about him being a rapper. Please tell me you're gonna. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's so hard too, and I never put it out. <laughs> like, oh, that's I, the I gotta hear it. I never put it out, and then um, I changed my name and dropped potential, and I never like put it out. But yeah, and you dropped you dropped the on. Stefan. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steph, I, I, cause everybody would be like, I like Stefan Arkell. And I'd be like, mm. Mm. I've heard you talk about how there was a shift mm. in your career as a recording artist. So talk to us about that shift. You know, you, you were Steph Simon, the name had changed, mm. but there was still something in you that had not changed. So what, where did that happen? How did so, that? Um, my mom passed in 2008 when I was, still like rapping but not really taking it serious i would say Mm -hmm. and my um i took a break i want to say like a two-year break and just soul searching and stuff like that i ended up really letting myself go and just gaining weight and and sleeping on everybody's couch and you know what i'm saying just trying to find out what's going on really just I was really just, I was just talking to Tone about this today, too. I was really just, like, blaming everything, you know what I'm saying, on mm-hmm. that. And, uh, you were grieving. Yeah, trying to, trying to really. I didn't, mm-hmm. I don't think I really properly got a chance to because I was, like, really uh, wanting everybody to feel sorry for me. But life mm-hmm. was going on for everybody else. That was going off to school and graduating and. You know how, and how were you 2008 so uh, i was 20 when she passed so from 20 to 23 okay. i was just watching all my friends progress and i just felt like i was like why ain't nobody caring about me man I just, you know what i'm saying right and um one day i was just like all right i need to like get the fuck up and fix this shit on my own you know what i'm saying and so um that's when i did that uh, you need to get up, get out, and get some. Cause, mm-hmm. like the, uh, I was sitting in front of the TV, and the, um, I was sitting in front of the TV, and that, that dude, that, you know, that dude, bro. It's like a DeVry commercial or something. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, man, you ain't doing nothing with your life, and you might as well get up and you go to culinary art school or some shit yeah. like you know what i'm saying oh, and like that so that that was that was on the tv and then i flipped the channel and it was another one like um tussle welding school like come you know what i'm saying and i flipped the channel again and this is like uh what's the what's the space thing uh aeronautics Aer- uh <laughs> <laughs> i know you're talking about yeah, it's like what well, it's it's centered because yeah. they know when we're watching yeah yeah they know we're so, watching that's why i know all these commercials so I, get know on the, watching. I get on the i turn the radio on bro and it's out they ain't never playing outcast bro <laughs> <laughs> she playing outcast on the radio you need to get up get out and get some you know what i'm saying yeah. so i say damn it's, it felt like Bumblebee, bro, on, on Transformers, how you, like, changed the radio yeah. and, the, and the radio was talking cool. to you, Talk too. to you, yeah. And that's how I felt. Well, I started, I put the weed down. I load a beat. The beat had nothing to do with Outkast, but I just, like, wanted to put that hook. 
mm-hmm. on my intro. Yeah, it didn't fit or nothing, but I just like hummed it and made it work just because that moment, you know what I'm saying, made me want to uh, just shout out to shout out to that day. And that's when I like kind of been, that's when I kind of got the ball rolling on just being an artist for myself. You know what I'm so yeah, that was, that was a crazy crazy times so man. i'm trying to figure out i'm fitting puzzle pieces together in my mind as far as that's why i was asking like well, what year was this what year was that that's 20 that's um, by that time by that time it's 20 uh it's it's 20 it's before tulsa transit this is before okay yeah. can you talk about tulsa transit just for a second <laughs> with you and tone and i'm also curious like with these in each incarnations like what's the landscape looking like as far as uh the hip-hop scene you're involved in with each of these projects as well? uh, yeah man, it's 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 club life you know what i'm saying it's barcode oh. it's uh <laughs> and the other side other side uh, and my music is fusion oh, and yeah. my music hive it's the hive it's the hive and i think the hive was gone because they started the baseball stadium yeah. Mm. At that time, wow, but, that's um, crazy. Yeah, I remember they was talking about a baseball stadium or a mall that was going to be like a pyramid. Yeah, that was going to be right there. And um, but the hive was gone. But the either way it go, I didn't fit in in that scene because I'm snapback and I'm, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm a thrift store and I'm like. At the time, it was called Hipster and a skateboard. You look like a skateboard rapper and you Lupe Fiasco. Pretty you, familiar, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I already know you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I already know you know. And that's when um, I really didn't have nowhere. Well, me and Tone, we felt like we didn't fit in nowhere. Like as far as our music went. Because we didn't know nothing about downtown. Mm-hmm. So, um we started throwing shows at Hibiscus. We started renting out yeah, Hibiscus. Yeah, on Brookside. <laughs> yeah. Those were we, fun, man. We started renting out. When I got out of my little whatever, I got me an apartment on Riverside, which is a parking lot now for the gathering place. Wow. And um, I got me, I remember they told us to move out because uh, they're about to build a park in like in 2013. Wow. 2013. Wow. But, um, I used to walk to Brookside to eat at Brook by Day and read the Urban Tulsa because I was like, if I'm going to get, uh, I didn't even know who y'all, I didn't even know you was Snorlax, bro. And I'm like, man, Snorlax keep winning fucking Urban Tulsa. <laughs> rap we, had, year every, we had no idea. Every like, why fucking are we... year, why are these people winning it? Who the fuck is... Who was Snorlax? And I used to see PDA at the mall and he's signing oh, autographs. Yeah. And I'm like, why is all these people like popping? And I don't, I want to know. I want to yeah. know how I need to get in that mix. So I'll go to Brook by Day every morning and eat breakfast. So there and, you found your like minded. The Urban Tulsa, I'm writing down DJs' names mm-hmm. and okay. DJs is DJing at all these places. And I'm finding them on MySpace and I'm just MySpace. hitting them all up. Like, yes, hey, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you put uh, them in your top eight? All that. Facebook. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm just, I went MySpace Twitter. So I didn't go MySpace Facebook. I got Facebook late. Right. I went MySpace Twitter. So I'm on Twitter looking for all these people. Um, DJ Spin. Um, yeah. Fucking. Dang, John uh, Spin. Um, 
Man, damn, there's so many people. I can't even. Sweet Baby Jesus. Oh, yeah. yeah. So nice. Him and Erratic. The the 80s prime. I'm trying to get up in there. Like, wherever wow. I, whatever I see on here, and I see PDA has won a year. I see Snorlax done one and Algebra. And I'm like, who the fuck are these people winning rap? Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling like I'm the. I'm the best. Like I'm like I'm the best rapper. I need to be. <laughs> so in order to get in there, I'm finding who the writers is, and I'm just writing, taking notes at the book by day. Like every every doing your research, just finding out who I need to get my music in front of. You right. know what I'm that's so, super super interesting. I like I feel like that's kind of like the natural progression. When I was just like younger folks from mm-hmm. I mean you're thirty, I'm thirty six, so yeah, kind of in that same vein of folks, but. That's always been the progression. Like you always start out that somehow for some reason you're on Brookside before you get downtown. It's really, weird. really. Yeah, all the cast that I came up That's with crazy. is like we came from East Side, moved down South, ended up on Brookside. Now we're downtown. What Brookside, other spots would have been on Brookside, Brookside though besides Hibiscus? Brookside had this uh, well, spot called. Um, it was next to the Brook. It's it's the R Bar now. It was called the Brew House. Yeah, and okay. Brew House. I think I remember that. And wings. On um, Monday, and their wings were so bomb. Is that the spot on the corner? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I know what you're and talking about. I would watch the Thunder games there every day. I walk up because I didn't have cable at the house, so I walk down there to walk to watch the Thunder games. Brookside was like, I felt like I popping. I felt like I moved out of town when I lived on. You know what I'm saying? Because I wanted to get away from, like, I've been trying to move out of Tulsa forever. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? At this time, so. Brookside was the only little street that felt like I lived out of town and nobody knew where I was at. I got yeah. Riverside right here and I got Brookside right here. So once I found out about Hibiscus, um, I'm renting that building out $500 for um, $500 for the uh, to rent the building out. And I'm paying uh, Squeak $500 for his equipment and for him to DJ wow. out of my pocket. You know what I'm saying? And I'm throwing parties. And I'm th- the first show I threw was for Tone's release party. You know what I'm saying? And huh. Squeak is DJing. Keno shows up. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Okay, verse, I'm going to go back to the year again. Shows up. What oh, year yeah. was this again? This is 2012, I want to say. Yeah. Okay. That's about right. And that's literally on Bookside. That, that's, that was the only vibe. Really? Like my experience. Because I don't remember the, I, the brew house. Brew house, warehouse was called Brookside Bar. Uh, this is like right after the id had turned into uh, what was that club where Urban Outfitters is now? Uh, it was uh, that was thirty three forty. Thirty three forty. Oh my god! Before that, it was something else. Before too. that, yeah, Suede. Else. Suede. Yeah. Suede Lounge. I used to, okay. I used to so, go see Full Flavor Kings there. Yeah. Bet. Yes, Full yeah. Flavor played there and killed it. But Brand like, J used to sing with them a lot. But it wasn't like. I remember that happened sporadically, but I think the first full-on verse show I caught, he was performing at Hibiscus with mm-hmm. y'all. But other than that, like... You came to the one where... So we met Verse at Tones. He was mm-hmm. he just walked up selling CDs. Like, yeah. hey, you trying to buy my CD? Was that the Honey? Man, that it, was, it was the one with him and his and his girl on the front. Okay. okay. So we're, the yeah, reason Arifa, why... I'm... Arifa, Arifa's on the front cover with Verse. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. so so fast forward a little bit. So I'm trying to. I started my show on K Jams in 2011. Okay. So you and Tone did a drop for me. Yeah, this I'm, is I'm, right. So this is right after when I'm in. When I'm okay. In so you y'all area. started doing those shows started, after that. Yeah. Well, before, right really? before um, Tulsa Transit is coming. So okay. 
Tulsa Transit came out in 2013. This is 2012. Okay. I dropped Potential and threw a party on my birthday. It was an earthquake that day. And on November 4th, 2012, it was an earthquake in, in Tulsa, like the first one. Yeah. And um, if you watch the footage, everybody that's like doing music right now was at that party. T Rush is there. I didn't know who she was. Wow. Um, Scott Kino. I didn't know Kino. I didn't know. I didn't know Verse. They're talking about free pay because he not there. No, yeah. I didn't know who paid was. Uh, Beady Man. You still have CD. this? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Beady Man is there. OKC um, now from OKC. Des got steezes on the wall. I didn't know who <laughs> she was. I love it. Like everybody was there. Um, Trill, which is uh, Cuddy Forever's managers, is young. His dress right. is right, right here. But now they like <laughs> way to the floor. Like everybody is at their party. You know okay. what I'm saying? And it's a little hibiscus. This it's is 2012. Yeah. All right. Everybody is there. Papa rapping. He make beats now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. It's crazy just seeing the uh, that evolution from that. Right. From that part. How people transitioned into other. Like now it's crazy. And then after that. Um, Verse invites me to come to his show okay. downtown. And okay. I'm like, where? And he's like, the sound party. Sound I'm party. performing. Okay. Pull up. This, this is the, that next week. This is where I meet Burns and I meet Mr. Burns. Burns is, Burns is opening for Verse. I meet Clever Cutter. I got all that oh, footage. Um, it's, <laughs> you it's have a flashbacks uh, right now. We start kicking it down there. Right. Because we ain't got to pay $500 right, so to throw a party no more. 2012-ish. <laughs> so, right? Yeah. And then okay. we get to 2013. Okay. And that's when we make Tulsa Transit and we throw it on Worldstar. Okay. So, yeah. And so then I probably get my drop around that time. Yeah. 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 Steph, Simon, and Tone reporting live from yeah. the 105. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. what I'm trying to lead you to is I want to see how did... Stefan Arkell becomes Steph Simon, but then Steph Simon he became, even became another shift. So, which brings me to Visions from the Tisdale. Mm. So, what happened between Tulsa Transit time, you know, the shows you're doing on Brookside, then you end up going to the Pony Reverse? What happened in that time frame where you were like, this is not how I want to rap? You know what I mean? Like, what, what changed for you? I had a kid. Oh, well, there you go. I, I wanted to be away from Tulsa so much, and I was on my way. I was I was trying to move out, and I almost got to the point where it's time to go. Okay. And I had a kid, and I was like, I don't want to leave my kid. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? What do you mean move out? Like out of state? Out of state. Okay. I was on my way to move to Houston, and from Houston, I was going to try to move to L.A. You know okay. what I'm saying? I, that was my plan. I had... I didn't care about Tulsa. I knew everything about Tulsa, but I hated it. I didn't want to talk about it. I just felt like it wasn't shit. And I, this is you've been here all your is, life. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. So around the time of me having a kid before visions, I'm sitting in my apartment and I'm like watching fucking YouTube videos, smoking weed, and I come across uh, Fifty Cent in the game dissing each other on on <laughs> YouTube and. One of them is uh one of the games homies is just on there like Black Wall Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. Black Wall Street. We ain't messing with G Unit no more. And I'm like, mm. I'm Black Wall Street because I'm a game I was a game fan, so I'm like, man, I'm go- I'm going with game. Forget G Unit. I don't like G Unit anyway. So 
Right. We riding with um the game. I start listening to more things, and then I what I notice on the related search, I'm on the YouTube on my PS3. I notice, uh, I notice on the related search, it says Tulsa race race riot 1921, and okay. it's like what they don't tell you type headline. You know what I'm saying? The, so the expose. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I click it. It's like an hour. I'm watching it, and I'm just like. Why ain't nobody tell me about it? You know what I'm saying? Okay, like, why so ain't nobody tell me about this? This is a question that I'm asking uh, in every episode, so I'm going to go ahead and ask it now. Yeah. How old were you then? So this is 20, this is 20, at that time, when I, when I watched that, that was on Brookside. That's like 2011, 2012, when I watched 2012, that. and yeah. how, how old were you in 2012? 22. You were 22 years yeah. old when you first learned yeah. that much information yeah. about the race massacre. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've yeah. been the Juneteenth every year. You know I come from saying? a black family. I've been the Juneteenth. I've seen that mural a hundred million times. I've, so you knew something about it, but not I've, a lot I've of never information. Pay, I've been in weddings, countless weddings. Model, I was a kid model. I've been in the backstage where we was recording. Right. I've been changing clothes, being a runway kid. Cute, at the Greenwood Cultural Center? The, Oh, all yeah. that they I've been in Black Tulsa there. Yeah. I've been, yeah, I've been in all that. Like I don't, okay. like I don't know what happened to me, but I was like, <laughs> oh come <laughs> on, I was, a, I was in all that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I've been in Greenwood Country Center so many times, but never didn't click. It never clicked. So it wasn't but, something you learned in school or anything no, like that, or no. even from family members. No, that was elders. That was called. It wasn't even called Greenwood Country Center to me. It was called UCAT, and that was the name of the school. Yep. Behind it, okay. but I thought all into... that was called UK. Okay. I didn't know that was called the Greenwood Culture Center, and I didn't know that's what it was for. It was hit like you find history on like that wasn't never on the walls. Yeah, and, right. I never looked at the walls, and nobody was. You know what I'm saying? We went in there, we went in that big room, and we did the events. So I'm not, for me, like, and I'll tell my story another time about when I first learned about it. But it always feels like this. Why? Why was it? Why didn't anybody tell me about this? You know what I mean? And so that's how it feels when I hear you talk about it. Like, why didn't you know? Even, even Juneteenth, every year out there before it stopped, before they brought it back. Like, I mean, I'm a kid, so I'm out there playing and running around. I don't, they probably did say it on a microphone or something mm. like that on some commemoration stuff. But it never, it didn't hit me until that YouTube and my sister told me to go. It's a... Uh, statue across the street from i guess it's a park the reconciliation park mm-hmm. i went to that grand opening and then we like walked and sung around greenwood that day wow but um i went to that and that's when i really got like dived in it but i still was trying to move out i wasn't like that didn't what kept me here i knew about it I, like i was like Man, so this history, is, but I still want to. So I've heard you talk go. about how, you know, you, you talk about game and 50 cent. And so you hear him saying black wall street and it was, was it, did it feel like a, you know what? Let me reclaim this for a minute. Like, no, I'm, I live here. Yeah. So my music started, it wasn't, it wasn't getting all the way how it is now, like super deep tosser mm-hmm. culture music, but I was touching on it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was throwing out little things of, um, like 
I'm like, go ahead and rap. I'm trying to think. You know what I'm saying? Like, we did a song called Greenwood where I'm like, uh, like that shit. Game kick ain't important. Like, you know what I'm Mm. saying? I'm just saying things like just throwing little slick things out there and um and touching on it, but it wasn't enough to like. It wasn't like what you do in enough to keep me. I was still like trying to get out of here. I could have easily stopped, but what uh, when I went to L.A. When I went to uh, L.A. and somebody told me, don't talk about Tulsa no more because that ain't going to get you no deal or people ain't going to pay attention to you if you're telling people you're from Tulsa. Mm. That's what told. That's what made me go straight. Like, mm. Tulsa. Like, what the fuck you mean face <laughs> like, kicks you know in? Like, <laughs> I know everything about Compton. I know everything about, like, yeah. why I can't talk about. Why can't we from, talk? Yeah. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? So that's when I started. Um, that's so far so good music switched to visions because it was I didn't want to talk about Thug Town you know what I'm saying and that's mm-hmm. what the music was at that time and mm-hmm. I always wanted to make a album about North Tulsa but I didn't want it to be I didn't want to lie and try to make something to please people mm-hmm. so I stopped I wouldn't do it and then I finally was like I'm going to just give them me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going right. to just give them my upbringing. And can't, I can defend my upbringing because everything I'm saying is true. So that's where uh, I went up there on that hill. And I just started looking around. And I just started, yeah. like, pinning things that that I know and that I've been to. Like, I didn't talk about nothing. No no block I went on and no stores I did, that wasn't a part of my daily routine of my life. I talked about everything that that I've experienced in mm-hmm. the town when I went I up I think there. I've heard you say once before too that Outcast really kind of inspired uh, yeah, that yeah, way yeah. of storytelling yeah, yeah, the visual, sure. the paint the way yeah. they paint the picture was, of ATL. Exactly, like, cause that was the thing. I was like Compton people can talk about Compton and Outcast can talk about Atlanta and Kanye can talk about Chicago and Biggie can talk about right. Brooklyn and and everybody in Houston, we know everything about Houston. And, right. But, but Outkast did it in a way that I wanted to do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? With the beat selection and the, the um, I call I call it desserts and veggies where they do a good job of uh, hiding the candy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, so Making you eat your Brussels yeah, sprouts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I wanted to do it in a way that they did it because that, that's my favorite group. I just yeah. tried to find a way. If you even listen to my music, one verse is like Big Boy inspired, and then there's a verse that's, you know what I'm saying, Andre inspired, mm-hmm. since I can't be two people. And um, if I do a song with Tone, Tone's always, Tone always going to bring you the veggies, and I'm going I'm to bring some fun and some, you know what I'm saying, okay. some flair when you, when you hear us rap. I see that. So that's, uh, that's how I always try to uh, keep it, because that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, that w- that was always our mentality when we when we create create right. music. So, um, but yeah, Outcast was definitely uh, the first. Like I said, that get get something was one of them things that yeah, one of them things that really molded me into the uh, ambassador. I guess you could say that, yeah. <laughs> that I am as as far as, as far as his music. It's just um, storytelling, my upbringing mixed with how I thought my upbringing would be if Black Wall Street wasn't turned like torn down. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. 
because this stuff, once you learn that, you start thinking about like, dang, what would I be doing if, because I got friends that's had jobs and wealth passed down right to them. Like, you know what I'm saying? That What could have what, been. Well, like something. You know what yeah. I'm saying? What, what, I've, what would I, you start thinking about that. So. Um, and those are some big ass what ifs too. Yeah, yeah. Some huge, it ain't, it ain't huge that, what ifs. It ain't right. that far away. And knowing that, like my family tree, I don't really know that many. I don't know anything past my grandma. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, I don't have any. Not even great grandmother. Uh, like, okay, uh, on my dad's side in Louisiana, but. Mm-hmm. Here, I don't have any. Have you ever tried it? I tried. To, okay. <laughs> like ancestry, find, all yeah, that. I like, can't find that. Hold up. Find that. We're so, talking about putting your DNA in the system. Like, yeah, look. I ain't doing all that. But, like, <laughs> even like, you know what I'm saying? As far as I just found out two, three, I want to say, because of this corona, we cleaning up my grandma's house. You know what I'm saying? We're pulling mm-hmm. our pictures. This is your great, your, your grandma's mom, right? I'm like, Okay. Dang. So there's <laughs> like, some information. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So um the men, I don't know. Like I don't know. So hmm. but uh that's just one of them things. Like that's what made me feel like I was the offspring of of all that. Just right. not having that just not having that info and knowing my grandma was like heavy out here. Like everybody loved her, everybody knew her. She did so much for so many people. And um, just wanting to be like her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that was one. I didn't know what she did, but I know she did something important. You know what I'm saying? So You know, I like to think about, too, like the way you, you paint the picture in Visions from the Tisdale when you're saying, I made a left on Pine. Say it with me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say, Doc? <laughs> left at Apache, man. Headed to Apache. Uh, so Apache Manor. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's, you, man. That's, that's my neighborhood. Right so there. it's like, I think about like, okay, you're talking about your grandma and she was heavy, you know. And so what, what was it like for her? You know, I like to think back like during that time, like her making a left on pot and hit you know what I mean? Like, um, and I, it makes me kind of sad that you have those missing pieces, you know, yeah. in your family tree. But yeah. um, I want to push forward a little bit and now get to. Because I could sit and talk about visions all day. For sure. But I yeah. really want to, you to start talking to us about Born on Black Wall Street mm-hmm. and just where where did that... I remember you in the process of that. Mm-hmm. And I remember the feeling I would get when you would tell me about it. Like, it felt... I almost want to use the word intense. But it was, it was like, you know, this is going to be a really important project. I can remember him looking into my soul. Man. You know, saying it. So it was like, where? So then what was happening in your life around that time? Like, so Visions is my baby. That's my first. That's even though I made so far so good. Right. My Visions felt like my firstborn and I treated it as such. And it and it very is. I can compare that album to Arian like <laughs> every yeah. step of the way just in life, like how I treated it. How it, everything was new and fun, and like every show and every event that came from it, like yeah, stand up late for it, and everything was just fun and like stand standing outside and hooking up speakers outside in the street and just rapping in the street, like everything was like just do it for the lust, the first one. And that was kind of that crazy. was that kind of that was also unprecedented. Was nobody doing that either? Just like plugging, and rapping playing. on the corner yeah, like that, just, just yeah. plugging yeah. on the corner, playing like. 
Shout out to uh, Spencer LG. That's what I was about you to say. Yeah. Shout out to Spencer LG because he was with me. He was with me. Like he'd pull out speakers yeah. and the table, and we'd just get it all day. The and mic. The, and the food oh, trucks no start pulling up. And <laughs> like once the food trucks was there, it looked like I was supposed to be out here right. at, at a point. You know what I'm saying? So, right. But that was that was my first. That was like my. That's my first love. That's mm-hmm. my first album. If anything could, if there was a such thing as solidifying yourself as an artist, even though it's locally or whatever, that album did that for me. Right. So, um, going into Born on Black Wall Street, I find out I'm having another kid. It's a little bit more serious this time. The irony, (laughs) though, the irony of the fact that you're becoming a father, yeah, like sophomore. At the same time, your albums are being born. At the same time, right? But it's like this one is a little bit more. It's it was more serious this time. The stakes are high. Mm. Like it's like okay, you really gotta get up and get it going. You know what I'm saying? So not only that, I'm um. I'm just noticing visions is the album, the song that everybody's loving. Right. It's like, do visions. Why you didn't do visions? The title I can't track. believe you didn't do. And I thought that was just the intro for the album. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't, yeah, no. I wasn't thinking that. And I did the same thing for Upside. Upside almost didn't make the album. That was just a song. Isn't I, that funny how like that was a song I wrote. Just because I wanted it to be twelve songs, yeah, and I was like, "Let's put this on here." And that you ends up being saying? like an anthem. It's the number one song on the album. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like that first song people like like out of the whole album. So I go into um, creating "Born on Black Wall Street." Lupe Fiasco is one of my favorite um, artists. Um, Food and liquor, yeah, kind of felt like visions from the Tisdale, and he took one song which was the cool and made a whole album based off that one song called the cool oh right. side note my favorite album is cool out of his whole pantheon of projects <laughs> yeah. cool, i'm a food and liquor girl but okay the cool resonates right now yeah. to what we're going through today if you listen to the cool streets on fire is what we're going yeah. through right now american terrorists is what we're going through right now like it's crazy so um, yeah, a really good time to revisit that yes so shout Some out to Lupe. So, um, oh my God. And so I, I kind of look at myself as a Lupe type of artist because mm-hmm. his features be like people, you don't, you know what I'm saying? They're not famous, uh, in my eyes, you know what I'm saying? Right. The people, it just seemed like he making music with his homegrown people in the attic somewhere. He's just pushing out classics for it. That's how, how, how I felt. Mm-hmm. So taking like you took the cool and made an album out of it i wanted to take visions and make an album out of visions okay which is let's just talk about black wall street yeah okay you know what I'm saying? So, so that's the path you were that's on. the path i'm on so before it was called born on black wall street i'm i i get on o'malley's album and I say diamonds beneath the ashes this is the lifestyle of a young talented black and never has you know what i'm saying so yeah I'm like, Diamonds Beneath the Ashes. That's it. That's the name of my next album. I'm going to just jump into this dick rolling roll, and I'm just all Black Wall Street. Everything going to be coming out of his eyes. Bam, right. That's the album. And just like everything was coming out of Michael Young Histories. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. that's where I was going with it. Right. So 
after kicking it with Spence every day, you know what I'm saying? I'm at his house. We rehearsing, you know what I'm saying? Sitting on that couch. I'm sleeping over there sometimes. And Chris will come downstairs every now and then. Like, hey, man, this should sound good. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's going on? Like, mm-hmm. Because Chris is a roommate. Chris is uh, Spence's roommate at the time. And shout out to our producer Chris Davis. Shout out to Chris yeah, Davis, shout man. Out shout Davis. out to the progression and the origin stories of like everybody that that's oh. around. <laughs> I, 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 I we'll can really, I can later. really make like a Marvel. I can really marvel this shit out. We really like, could. Hey, like we real could. Shit. Uh, I know I'm going to want to hear your origin story I, I at can, some point. I can, really mar- I can really marvel this shit out in this Fila project being Thanos or some shit. Like, that we're about to fucking. <laughs> like, that we the about ring to, and like, everything. Like, for real. Like, yeah. shit about to snap May 31st. Like, shit about to be crazy. So, I, I run, like, me and Chris, after just hanging out, Spencer go do what he need to do. And I'm still at the house. Like, I'm just the third homie that's in there on the couch and Chris would just be like man what you doing what you working on you know what I'm saying you know I worked with so and so doing PR and things like that and uh, what you working on man I'm working on this uh, album called Beneath the Ashes it's gonna be based off Black Wall Street and Chris is like man what you think about calling it Born on Black Wall Street and Hmm. I'm like I don't know you know what I'm saying I don't really like, I don't know yet. I sit with it. And all these people um, at this time, this Tulsa Real Estate Fund is starting to boom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And all, I'm noticing all these Black Wall Street, everything's from all over. Like, not Tulsa, though. Oprah's interested in doing a movie. Oh, Oprah's interested in doing a movie. John Legend is interested in doing, doing stuff here. And right. All these people are starting to become interested in, in Black Wall Street out of the blue. And I'm getting upset with that because this movie Chicago just came out and nobody and they, I remember Chicago, everybody from Chicago, all these rappers and stuff. They were so upset that none of them was a part of that movie. And that movie was trash. Yeah. And, and they didn't get to tell their own story. Excuse me. And they didn't get to tell their own story. Which, which film is this again? Chicago. Chica- OK. It got like Nick Cannon in it or something. Oh, yeah. a shot rack. Chirac. Chirac. Yeah, well, I, I, I was doing not, the same Chicago. thing. Chirac. Chirac. Because I was thinking yeah. about the musical, like. Yeah, I was too. Like, Queen Latifah, that's wait a I'm, minute. That's what I'm talking about. Chirac, not, Chirac. not Chicago. So, it's all this. It's all this. I didn't want that to happen mm-hmm. with with our history. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and so, you getting ready to drop Born on Black Wall Street. You were talking about the line you did in O'Malley's album, which Don, yeah. I wanted to make sure I pointed out. The name of that album is Unsung. Yeah, Unsung. Um, and... So sorry. Go so yes. Yeah, so me and Chris is. Uh, I go back over there to the house and I'm like, "Born on Black Wall Street, bro. I'm changing the name and I'm gonna make Diamonds a song and I'm gonna make Beneath the Ashes a song instead right. of making it the album title because I want people to know I'm really from here." I said, "That's a great fucking idea." You know what I'm saying? Right. I want people to know somebody from here is speaking for telling here. the story. Like, you know what I'm so, Exactly. Yeah. So it just made sense and. I just felt like Born on Black Wall Street on a poster in California made more sense to somebody walking past it as opposed to uh, if they seen Diamonds Beneath the Ashes. You know what I'm saying? It made, yeah. It oh, just, those are words that I know. Yeah, it's, it's, versus yeah, it's, like, oh, that's a whole thing that, I got to think about. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then Black Panther is on his way. Promoting. Yeah. Like, all this, like, it's starting to get cool to, like, you know what I'm saying, to be black. I, wanna, I wanted that. <laughs> 
I wanted that same buzz in my eyes. I'm like, I can build this same. I want it to look like yeah. the movie is about to drop. It's kind of like what, what you know View what was saying about how he, he doesn't even like the term Wakanda. He doesn't like that term anymore because he feels like it it take away a little bit yeah, from what about yeah, Black yeah. Wall Street? I was late to that reference. So yeah. when I started hearing, I was like, wait, but why? And I was like, okay, I get it. I, I get, get it. it. I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So um, I get I get in the mode of just, just writing the album, you know what I'm saying? And just ride, I'm riding my bike every day, and I'm just riding hmm. while I'm Remember riding that? my bike. You know what I'm saying? I'm just riding, riding. I'm just coming up with music. We go down to Houston, me, Chris, Kino, and Spencer. We go to Houston for a week with George Young. Shout out to George Young. He produced five records on there, and uh, we just did a song every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I didn't want to. I didn't really want to like cram ten songs a night type right. thing. I just wanted to. I like making what I'm gonna make. I don't really like just making a lot of songs, so I'm like, let's just work on what we what's going on the album. You know what okay. I'm saying? So we go down there and no pad, like I ain't take nothing. It was just straight. Let's make a beat or play a beat and let's lay it down. So I don't think I left the booth. I that's probably a session where I've never I I slept in the I laid in the booth. I. Laid on my back, listening. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Listening to beats, and I only came out the booth to like go to the bathroom. Type. type you didn't thing. write anything down at uh, all, though. Just all Ever. just memorizing what like I'm thinking. This like some like, Jay Z. Like straight up one take, I, and I I do it. I do it often. Like when, yeah. when this is when I really really like some something. Yeah. I do it like when I'm really liking it, but like George, his studio got like. Post, it's like a rap room. You know I've what I'm saying? Seen the like, inside you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's pictures. like a rap room, and then you out of town, so you know you can't get no car to come run an errand or do mm-hmm. anything. You gone. Like, right. It's a straight. You're unplugged. Yeah, it's a straight create. So it's when I say it's no pen, it's no, I didn't come with no pre wrote songs. I didn't come with wow. nothing. Like, we went to the beach in Galveston. That's why I shout out. People always ask why I shout out Galveston and uh, Beneath the Ashes. Because like when I was thinking of it, I was actually on the beach. Like you know what I'm saying? When I was thinking, we went to the studio, and I laid it. It was just it, I didn't write anything down for that, like at all. Yeah, I, bu- I, <laughs> like, I love you know that it was recorded in Houston, which is the home of one of my most favorite rappers of all time. Who I need to send my Scarface. all my prayers and love out to him right now yeah because he's, he's got man. the rona he, yeah i hope he, i don't think he got any i hope he don't got it anymore i, hope he I think he it. will pull just yeah. through it just so, fine that's face mob i need some yeah. more of them fire ass guitar um, solos bro Yo. yeah for sure that was i hard. love that dude so yeah i went down there and did that i did the rest of it i did the rest of the album at swing studio with david David Pullets. Okay. And, uh, which where I did Upside and where I did Diamonds and uh, Silver and Gold is where I did those at. Okay. So you, you've got your solid foundation of Visions from the Tisdale, now born on Black Wall Street, and you are making a name for yourself here in Tulsa around this time. And people are, you know, you and I had a conversation not long ago about these are all the things that we were working for, you know? Uh, Sure. And now it's happening for you, and you've kind of been thrust into this—I um, want to call it a leadership role in a way—in in your community, in your in the hip hop, you know, it, community. I think it so, came from the festival mm-hmm. the first year, 
which is the World Culture Music Festival, mixed with Visions okay. and Born on Black. Like it was, it was just. I think just what I do as a as a person, you know, what I'm saying, right, and feeling like I need to, somebody needs to step into a leadership role, mixed with the fact that, by the way, he can rap. You know what I'm saying? By the way, he's saying stuff that uh, that resonates with people. Like, right. I feel like if I wasn't that good of an artist, or if my music didn't stick, right. I think that it wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? I think that kind of helped a lot. And like, like people like Doc, because you know what I'm saying? These are people free. that people that I watch. You know what I'm saying? Saying and telling people where the mouth is the Word of mouth is the biggest thing. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what they're saying to these people when I'm not around, but obviously it's not bad things. You know what I'm saying? Because all the people, like if you come to my shows, it's us. Like it's all of, it would be an influencer part. Like it's people that's, everybody in the crowd does something out in the city. And if they leave telling people, all the people that they know, man, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's kind yeah. of what happened. It was like a... A community a, effort yeah, kind of thing, like, so yeah, to speak. you know what yeah. I'm saying? If you got Oil House telling somebody this stuff is good, and then you got Music Genius Crew tell, saying the same thing, mm-hmm. and then you got Meech over here saying the same thing, and you got, like, all the best rappers in the town is telling everybody yeah. that this is the guy, and that's what it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's the... Uh, the mater left on pine is really what what does it because it'll be like fifteen people screaming it back at me. Ooh. Yeah, and I then, love calling scenes. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Seen it happen. So if it's fifteen people like knowing the words and support, yeah. support is contagious, man. Like very much so. People want to if I'm if I'm if not if I'm not weak up there and people are saying the words back. People that don't know the words want to get, they want to learn them. Well, you, you know think about, saying? you so. ever been to a concert where, okay, I'll give you an example. I just went and saw Jill Scott for the first time in my life. Never seen her perform live. Mm-hmm. The crowd, we, were so loud that she didn't even need to sing. Like, there was points where you couldn't even hear her. Yeah. Easiest money you can make. Yeah, oh, right. And so, like, that's that's where, that's what's starting for yeah, you. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So It's, it's, it's crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm just now getting to... I'm just now like, all right, I asked to do, I asked for all this. Let's, yeah. let's stop being like, okay, this is weird. This is crazy. And just like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh, you got to tuck like, the shirt yeah, in, put the phone like, on the yeah, clip yeah, on the belt and yeah, just step like, in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord. So, the exactly. phone on the clip so, on the belt. What? It's, it's getting there now. Like, that's, that's where, that's where I'm going with it. So that's why, like, Born on Black Wall Street is more intense. Yeah. So even, talk about your... I want you to talk about your connection with Dickie Rowland because um, you, and I'm trying to remember where I heard you say this, but it was you kind of saying like you almost feel like a reincarnated, reincarnated version of I him. Think you might yeah. have tweeted that and I was like, I've, yeah. I've tweeted it. I've said it at the Guthrie, Woody Guthrie. Like I, yeah, I refer to you as Dickie Rowe more than Steph Simon in like the past 12 a months. A lot of people too. have, bro, and my favorite rappers got like, Extra names, you know what I'm saying? Right. Jay Z yeah. got Hov, uh, Biggie got Frank White, you know what I'm saying? Yes, like, talk feel about Erica Badu. I should call them AKA. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has these. Dalton got Tones Beats, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. everybody 
Kino, King Kaka, Flavio Kudatori. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has these moniker names, and I wanted one. You know what I'm saying? And um, but it kind of like found me at the same time. Like I was like, what's gonna be my? I was contemplating pulling out Stefan Arkell, pulling that back out. You know right. what I'm saying? But with the Vision song, you know what I'm saying? It kind of just stuck. And so talk about how you decided to change the the derivation of the name, if you will. Because I didn't want to be the old one. I didn't. I don't want to be. I don't want to step into somebody else's life and and live. You know what I'm saying? Through right. Them. But I am one of those people that church, church, growing up in church, kind of made me very uh, spiritual. Like we were, we were, we were a non-denominational church, mm-hmm. but I learned how to like summon <laughs> or like speak, speak in tongues, you know, like speak in tongues, and really just get a spiritual connection with life and and just and following your gut and following your heart and like really seeing the world different than my peers because I felt like I was like the only one that grew up in church around mm-hmm. all my friends that were that I would hang around so. I developed that early, like at an early age. So tapping into like ancestral behaviors and and signals and you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. higher higher powers and things like that for this, like I I feel like it's some alchemist type shit. This, yeah, this you know what I'm saying going on and with with finding that um finding that name. I, like I said, I didn't want to be. I wanted. To you didn't want to be dick rolling, so you changed. Like right. I did want to be a catalyst for everybody wants to uh, put Tulsa on as right. a rapper. That's everybody's dream. That's what everybody is working hard for. Mm-hmm. I want to be the first person to put Tulsa on. I want to be the first. That's what everybody wants to do. That's why we out here busting our ass. We want the town to be on. That's not a problem. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. With Dick Rowland being a catalyst for the the massacre, I'm like, okay, I want to be a catalyst for the boom. Right. You know and and whether it's black business, entrepreneur boom, or the rap boom, or the hip hop scene boom, and mm-hmm. I, and it's not even a hip hop scene boom for me no more. It's just the whole toss of music scene boom. Period. Right. I'm, a, I'm you. You'll hear me on the song with where we just talking about algebra. I came in on the drumming show. Like you know what I'm saying, which is yeah. which is these aren't hip hop drummers. I came in that way. Like I'm 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 in cahoots with with like I know everybody. Like yeah. that's in the, yeah. that's a part of the scene. In so, doctrine, so like, to speak. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's not even just being the catalyst for like I said, for, for just rap, just I just wanted to be the the catalyst for just toss music scene all together and that's uh I wanted to make the. I felt like Dickie Rowe was a little new, yeah, and a little you know what I'm saying, edgy and a little new, and, and it just stuck. And people just start calling me that because of the Born right. Black Wall. People start understanding why I was saying it, and they, it just fit. So, so, I'm so you, you have, have that as a catalyst, but um, that is definitely a certain catalyst. What you know leads up up to what we're doing now. So I would like to talk to you a bit about. The Fido Project, Fire in Little Africa. Because yeah. I definitely feel like Born on Black Wall Street is a catalyst for this whole project. And speaking sure. with you, that's definitely yeah. a, a dot that I can connect. Uh, so I, I, definitely, I, definitely, I definitely agree. 
Um, I wholeheartedly agree. You know what I'm saying? And I know. And like I said, this is stuff that I asked for and I wanted to do. And out the blue, here comes View. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bars, no. Like bars, you know what I'm saying? Out the blue, here comes View. Hey, man, I got an idea. I, I'm, I'm DJ View. And was, I've, I've been in same DJ View has been around me at, uh, so the, many yeah. times circles overlapping that I'm not even known them. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? We've like everything that I go to for Beatty down in the city, mm-hmm. we was there. We was DJ. You know what I'm saying? But I never spoke to him. Never met him. And uh, same thing with Joe. Like Jimmy Joe. Like I said, I've been knowing Tone since I was seven years old. But mm-hmm. like people, everybody that I'm working with is kind of just been around. Been around. Trey Thaxton, Ben Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And um, these people just always been around my life forever. And they we're all working together on this project. So you comes out of nowhere and, and hey, man, I need to talk to you. I'm trying to work on a Black Wall Street project. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what he said. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I already got a Black Wall Street project. How about you? Tell your people to give me some money to invest in my project that I already got. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing it. I've already. That's why I've done it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want nobody speaking for, for it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm giving them that whole spiel. Like, nah, bro, I'm cool. I don't really, I don't really want to parlay in your Mm -hmm. in your little project. You know what I'm saying? Because we real at this point, it's like. This is what we got. We need to we need to be protective of of what we doing out here. So, mm-hmm. um, he was like, "Bro, I'm dead serious, bro. I'm gonna pull up on you and like, why are you talking to me like that? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a man. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, right. you hit me like, bro. If you got a problem, bro, we can meet. Like, I ain't playing, bro. I really want to do this project. <laughs> like, I said, bro, meet me at Sweet Lisa's. You know what I'm saying? We pull up to Sweet Lisa's and. He he write down this whole thing. Right? I said, bro, where you get this idea from, bro? Who told you this? Because this is what my third album is going to be about. You know what I'm saying? Who told you, bro, This I swear to God, I moved to Tulsa because to, I want to do this. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dog. So I called Tone. I, I always call Tone, bro. Um And Tone is, to, me and Tone always like on the same page. Bro, I don't fucking know, man. I don't really know about mm. this. Like you know it was there speculation. You got an right. outsider coming in. Yeah. But you did the right uh, thing. Like, yeah. Tulsa so, Ambassador set him down at the office. Sweet so, Lisa, shout out. Tom. <laughs> Yo, but that's, I did have a quick question. What did y'all eat from Sweet Lisa's? Cause, so, uh, so he was paying when. Now, like, <laughs> like, so, so lately, so lately, um, I've been in meetings where when they say let's do lunch, they offering it to pay. And it's crazy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm getting used to that. Cause I'd be like, man, I can pay. Like this one lady was like really taking offense that I was about to pay for my own. Uh, oh yeah, don't block it. Food, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and uh, so at this point, he's trying to do an album for Black Wall Street. He's paying. I'm ordering the most I've ever I want the ordered. Pork chops yeah, with I the want, cabbage. So I want three catfish <laughs> with you know what I'm saying with this and this and this. So. You about to pay for all this, so like, you and know dessert. Saying? So exactly. So <laughs> I never get dessert. Like I, I don't even get dessert, and I got dessert. So I'm ordering all this food, and uh, we sitting down talking, 
And um, I was like, I don't know, bro. I still don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And uh, like I said, I called Tone, and he drove all the way to BA. If you drive all the way out there, like to talk to Tone about something, Tone was like, bro, I think he for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> if you drive Came all to the his way out to his house, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, Almost that Valcor you, experience. Like, for real, way out there. <laughs> you drive all the way out there about something, you know what I'm saying? You really trying to do something. And I'm not even thinking how big it is right now. And I'm right. still, I'm just shutting him down right at the gate just because he's he outside. So we finally get to common ground. And um, I'm like, okay, what, what? What got me is I had to t- I had to sit down and tell myself like is it really a Black Wall Street project if it's just you you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Black Wall Street is about everybody yeah. you know what I'm saying everything is like, exactly so if is it really a Black Wall Street project if it's just you getting uh, everything from it right <coughs> so I answered I answered that question and I was like okay bro let's do it and um, he was like good because I don't. I don't think I'm going to be able to get everybody on board with this if you're not down. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, all right. So we start picking artists and I'm just telling them, you need to go find this person. You need. To. It was like blue chips. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah right. Like, you need to go, like, <laughs> Call of the plays, quarterback, man. You need to go catch Dom. You need to go catch, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You need to go see Damian Shade. You need to go see your lessons and fresh event. You need to go see. Yeah. You need to go find out who's real and who's out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you need to understand what, who who we are and uh, what, what what you're dealing with. These are people I know on all facets of rap, like just personally, mm-hmm. emotionally, financially. Just I know these people in all types of ways. And I think everyone involved with the project, what I love about View is that everyone's had that moment where they really got to connect and bond with him. Like one of my first times was the night that they gave the Woody Guthrie Prize to Chuck D. Yeah. He had just gotten into town. Like he'd been out, just his flight had just got in. And it was cold that night and we walked from there to Silhouette. (laughs) To a, some event there, Man. and but that night I was like, he was like, you, you sure you want to walk? Yeah, it was Ayla's event. That's Ayla's. right. And um, I'm like, yeah, I don't mind. You know, I, I need to stretch my legs. You know, oh, and I'm looking at him like, I'm so sorry. I know you're tired, but my what I'm getting to is that he has had. I think he took the time to really connect with each individual associated with the project, and that for me is when I knew because you know how I am. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. that touchy feely kind of. Yeah, I so, told him. I told him I was like, bro, you you deserve this too. You know what I'm saying? Like to get, I, f- I believe he got a master's. He's a oh, PhD. He's a doctor. Yeah, yeah, he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's a doctor. View. I'm like, bro, that ain't hard to do. You know what I'm saying? Like you worked just as hard to get to this position, right? To do something like this too, and uh, I, I'm respecting that and don't shy away from that. You know what I'm saying? So, because it takes. Just just that position of leadership, you know what I'm saying? It's, right. It take a lot to even get a doctor's period. Just stand consistent to, so to do that. So he starts talking to you about Fila, and um, let's fast forward a little bit into jump right into the project. I want you yeah. to talk about your experience at these re- these sessions, the recording yeah. sessions, like the mansion, the culture, all of it. Um, my buzzing. favorite was the first day. Uh, it was which was a uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, at the Greenwood Cultural at the Center. Greenwood Cultural Center, 
Um, nobody kind of knew what to expect. Even me, just being so hands-on with putting this project together, just seeing it in fruition and like, okay, it's time to get to work. You know what I'm saying? And everybody, everybody's face and, and the energy in the room was just up. You know what I'm saying? It's the first day and it was everybody was at maximum strength you yeah. know what i'm saying and um i just worked on one song <laughs> like that whole day <laughs> like that whole day and um i was locked in but um just seeing everybody's face just um i'm just happy to be a part of i've been a part and probably helped curate some of the best moments Tussa's ever had in mm. these past 5 to 6 years and I'm just happy that I was kind of in the mix and responsible for this one. Because yeah. this one was in the, for the rap world. I know the festival was something that was crazy, but World Culture Festival. But this was like, everybody just felt like they was bringing an A game. And like, you know what I'm saying? It was it was crazy. And that's Thursday. Um, mm-hmm. we, the, the, the mansion part of it, which was Saturday, just recording probably three, three, four weeks after I just did the last show yeah. for Born on Black Wall Street, which I thought was crazy. Mm-hmm. But filling it up again with the whole rap community, you know what I'm saying, in the Brady Mansion, which is now Skyline Mansion. Um, recording in the basement with Tom, you know what I'm saying, recording in bedrooms recording in the kitchen where where he killed himself we here making we here making records you know what i'm saying like that's crazy to me like now that i'm thinking about it i've had time to just sit down at Mm. home and just really process what's been going on these past couple days that recording in that mansion a black wall street album 100 years later in one of the like main like people behind not even just behind that but just not even just behind the massacre but just behind black hate yeah mm-hmm. in general like just seeing the holding cells up there at the top of the room in this in this secret door and like we in here making a like black ass fucking, shit. like we making a black ass <laughs> album in here like you know what i'm saying like we making probably the best album that's ever came out of this city. Uh, that's no problem on that, buddy. Yeah. I don't no think it's no problem. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like, for real. This this yes, will this will be the best album that yeah. came out of this, this is state. Going to be. And we recorded the album in Tulsa's founders, right. quote unquote, home. I remember mm. talking to my sister-in-law about your show at the mansion. And which, God, I didn't realize it was, you said three or four weeks before. Like three or four weeks. And that night was electric. Like, I don't even know what, how it, to explain how it really felt. Like, I could almost feel goosebumps on my arms when I walked in. Like, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. And I told her about it. And remember I told you that my mama, she sent me a picture of Steph on the cover of the Tulsa World. My mama. Mm -hmm. And she goes, look what I found. And she kept it and, you know, gave it. It was like, I said, oh, look at her. She's the grandmama Tulsa. Right, right, right. (laughs) But on she's, the refrigerator. Right. And she's kept it for me, so I would have it. And she said, uh, we were talking about, you know, the show and everything later on at Sunday, family dinner. And I was, my sister-in-law, who was a pastor, she said, so did it kind of feel like a big F you to tape Brady that night? And I said, yeah. 
it, it, it was such a feeling of like redemption. Like I'm feeling it for you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like there were moments during your show that I remember being like, man, I just sat back and just stared for a minute. Like I wasn't even clapping or singing or nothing. I was just proud. You know what I mean? Because it was such a full circle moment. And that's, um, that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like, a full circle moment. Yeah. Like, it was like the beginning of something really great. Yeah. And then the double back with like the rest of the rap world to yeah. me. Like, of course, it wasn't everybody, but like to me, <laughs> like, you know what right. I'm saying? It was, that was, that's just, it's just some, there's some crazy stuff going on right now that, uh, that I'm that everybody's preparing for and just seeing it, just the process. The process is almost better than the the product. You know what I'm saying? Like building the stage and the mansion was probably the best part of that show for me. And mm-hmm. like creating this album at the mansion was probably gonna be the best part of like just seeing the, all the journalists like yeah. really caring and like. Like excited, excited, like damn, this is I don't know none of y'all from a can of paint, but mm-hmm. y'all going off in here, like right. Just seeing all that, like it just, it just for me, it just felt it felt promising, you know what I'm saying? As far as where we take this album, so I think I think an album is only as big as what you put into it. So if you put a lot of you know what I'm saying energy into an album, it's gonna it's gonna do, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like it's gonna do what it's supposed to do. If you go into an album, and you only just you do it quick, it's gonna it's gonna only it's only gonna last that long. So mm. as big as we're making it, it's as as big as it's gonna be. And I I don't think anybody. I hope everybody sees how what I think is about to be. But this feel album is about to like. It's about to, I always say Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's <laughs> like I always say that Popeye's <laughs> chicken sandwich, man. Like, I always say that Popeye's chicken sandwich, but it's about to do that Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah. No, but, like, it's about to be crazy. Like, yeah. That was our first pandemic, the Popeye's chicken, Popeye's Popeye's chicken, chicken sandwich. sandwich. Like, I think it was about to get that Black Panther, that that Popeye's chicken sandwich. Right. It's going to be received that way. It's just going to spread. Like, this is the, um, it's the number one news that's going to be happening next year. Right. Oh, for sure. Whether we drop this album or not, this is going to be the number one topic for well, next year. And you what I'm so. really proud, you know, glad about is that the story is going to be told by people who are from here. Everybody, yeah. is, if they're not even from here, they live here. You know right. what I'm saying? They, they come from this this city. And even you know if it's right down the street, because yeah. a lot of artists who okay, were there so are from Oklahoma exactly. City. So these are yeah. Oklahoma exactly. artists. Exactly. So, so every and, and that's that's what it takes. Like every 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 city and every region has a story and uh and uh and the um narrative behind their music scene. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Right. Like Houston has the Houston culture and Atlanta's culture and New York's culture and the West Coast gang band culture. Like right. we're gonna be the entrepreneurial music soundtrack culture. Like that's every everybody has their own little thing that we work <laughs> like we, yeah. we recreate our own jobs and our own money and we rap at night and we make sure <laughs> like, and we make sure it does what circulate like, circulate exactly. 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 exactly so that's that's us man so that's what people about to get from yeah. this the project so yeah well i'm very excited about it doc do you have anything else that you wanted to 
I was just want to say you're not more excited than I am. <laughs> that's, that's about it. Shit, I, got to, I had to hop on a couple of these things. Well, I'm telling you, I'm, ain't nobody anxiously awaiting this like me. And if we could do like a double LP, 12-inch wax, totally oh need this on my turntables when the time comes. Yeah, but that's got to happen for sure. But, well, uh, Steph. Thank um, you very much, man. Yeah, thank you. I, I could actually keep talking to you a whole lot longer. Oh, we got a part I know, man. Part I can do this all. I hate, I hate that it... Uh, <laughs> My bad. I feel like I talked about too much. No, you didn't. Not uh, at all. Maybe it was we great. Didn't say enough, but we'll piece it together. Yeah, for so, sure. And we'll, we may need to revisit some other things another time. Right. But uh, on yeah. behalf of the uh, Fire and Little Africa podcast, I'm Ali Shaw. I'm Doc Free. And we want to remind you to be the spark, protect your flame. And pass the torch. All right. So we definitely need to get into one of these tracks from Born on Black Wall Street. One of the songs that he didn't even think was going to make that cut. <laughs> the Tulsa Anthem filmed at Skyline Mansion. From, it was Brady Mansion at the time. Uh, but Upside, make sure you check that out. Streaming everywhere online. Born on Black Wall Street. Here we go with Upside. Ah, do it in your ear hole one time. It's a legendary creep god ride, baby, and I'm here to let you know that it's a new goddamn day. And we 98 years and running, and ain't no stopping us, motherfucker, because we gon' still keep coming. Steph Simon, tell them what you want to do, baby. Let them know. Man, I put that on the couch. Ain't nobody fucking with the flow. Walk a mud like a nigga spit foe. Just I been focused. I been passing out flavor like Oprah. Your main hoe make a bend over. Yeah, yeah, roll it. Picture me. Picture frame, nigga sick of me. Fix your face when I enter the vicinity. No trash through the airwaves. No gimmicky. No discount. Pay the toll. You ain't in the rent. I need that. Made it all bad. Yeah, yeah. I say I'm so West Coast, but I'm so gal. I really put the city on the map. Yeah, yeah, still remember when I used to ride the fast track Nothing but a dollar and a transfer Now I transfer dollars to a PayPal with a password Pippin' ain't dead, it just moved to the web Making moves with the bread, made the rules, Simon says Yeah, yeah, ain't nobody gon' stop my mission Ain't nobody's gon' catch me slippin' We ain't worried about much, we chillin' You stressin' about who you trippin' Ain't nobody gon' stop my mission Ain't nobody's gon' catch me slippin' We ain't worried about much, we chillin' Fresh laid in the cut, just a big bad dude, rest in peace, Terry's crush. She was ghetto, so what? Ten kids in a truck, headed down a highway, it was dangerous as fuck. But my uncles didn't care, they was throwing back beers in the bed of the truck, wind blowing in our ear. Had to lay down flat if we seen the police. Yeah, banging gap band with the spurs on our feet. Back in the days, boys couldn't see me. Had the gold in the street, playing three on three on. Look, goes front, windmill something. Niggas ten feet tall, Felix Jones still dumb. Used to want a sassy braid, but they didn't want me. Uh, I'm an unapologetic genius.
genius I remember days when I never did believe it I just had to be it, breathe it, walk it how I speak it When you get your moment, better own it Word to my brother Keenan Took my time with it, took the scene it A little more season I'm here now, niggas acting weird now Can't believe I never gave a damn Let my hair down, now I'm running mad Now I'm running circles round All the ones that gave me to run around Damn, it's funny how tables turn around Like a bell face, yeah, yeah If you see her with me, best she got pace See you when you see me Cause the game do not wait From the home of the plane Now we catching planes With a pretty plane Jane in my window seat On my way overseas Since the world caught your way Took my time with it But ain't taking no breaks, yeah, yeah Ain't nobody gonna stop my mission Ain't nobody's gonna catch me slipping We ain't worried about much, we chillin' You stressin' about who you trippin' Ain't nobody gonna stop my mission Ain't nobody's gonna catch me slipping We ain't worried about much, we chillin' Something says get up, go get it Man, that's exactly what I'm talking about Get your ass up and go get it, man This is the mission, that's something that you can get with And if you can't get with it, then you can just eat a straight up dizzy Man, this is the world culture, and this is the creep God ride. We coming back for what's ours, baby. But I gotta go now, cause I see some hoes butterflying in the back of a Dodge. But from 91.8 KWCM, this is Creep God Ride, Steph Simon. Keep dibbling to him, Baba. We out.